Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Hello, my friend. How are you doing today? I am a little sick, as you can hear my voice and my nasally nose. And this is actually fantastic because it lines up exactly with what I'm going to be talking about today re entry. And what I mean by re entry is when you go on a trip or you go and you have an experience or you go to a workshop or you you go through something and then you come back home and how do you integrate back into your life after you've had this transformational experience? So I'm going to be talking about that today, but before I get started with today's show, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite, favorite things, and I don't have any ad money on this, but a while back I was asked by listeners to, you know, share some other stuff and have favorite things or have a blog post. And I choose not to have the capacity to have a a favorite things thing, but I can incorporate it in this podcast from time to time. So one of my favorite things that I have searched high and low for, and this was like a pretty intense project. So when I get pretty fanatical about stuff and when I'm on a mission to find something better, I really do these deep dives. And this has to do with deodorant, (laughs) no joke. So I wanted to get off of a lot of the commercial deodorants just with long-term health concerns and so on and so forth. So, you know, I, some years ago, I don't know, I got five, 10 years, I can't even remember. I started trying different, you know, healthier versions of deodorant and then it really wasn't working. And really the other honest truth was like even the name brand stuff that you can buy at the stores weren't really working. And I'd be at these swim meets and just, you know, by the end of the day, be really stinky and it didn't really like any of that. So I was on the search to find a better way. And I found out about coconut oil. And so of course I go and I buy some and it changes my life. It's like, oh my gosh, like I don't smell. But then there were some that gave me rashes. And so I went through this really intense process. And so this latest deodorant, I've now been using probably for like four or five years. I love it. It doesn't make my skin break out. It totally takes the odor away. So like I don't stink. And part of the reason I think I remembered to do this was last week I'd worked out in the morning and then just kind of carried on in my day. And I think I forgot to put on deodorant. And I was ripe on the pool deck. I was like, holy smokes. So that's been a long time. But usually when I'm wearing my deodorant, that's not an issue. And it is fantastic. There's a downside to this deodorant because it doesn't come in a stick. It's like a little, I don't know, it's kind of like cream, you know, like how you put on face cream. It's like this little cup and it's, you twist it and you have to use your fingers to put on. So that's the downside. And because it is coconut oil, it can melt. So when you travel, it's not so friendly. I put it in a Ziploc bag and I just continue to reuse that Ziploc bag. So I don't want to use a whole lot of plastic, but anyway, so it's called, I'll have a link in the show notes. It's called Truly's and it's all natural, long lasting cream deodorant. And I just love it. Mine's the green jar. I think they have a blue jar too, but I use the green jar. 
used it forever. I swear by it. It is my favorite, favorite thing. My favorite, favorite deodorant. I probably should start giving that away as gifts because I do like it so much. All right. So now before I do the show, I need to do a shout out. And I think I know who this person is, but there was a review for the show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you haven't left a review, go leave a review please, please. It helps the show. It helps spread the words with all that analytical stuff. And it's also just fun for me to read, right? It's like our way of having another side of a conversation. So I think I've been able to figure out who this is, but it's little me, oh my, 77. And she said, I believe it's a she, I have been listening to how she really does it for almost five and a half years. Corinne has given me so many tools to help grow, change, and how to understand your thoughts, create your feelings in bold. Cause to me, that is some of the most powerful information and lesson to be practiced around the year two of listening to Corinne. I decided to work with her in a year long coaching program. This was the greatest gift I've ever given myself. I still listen to Corinne every week and it helps to stay mindful and keep practicing. When my mom first told me to listen to Corinne, I poured over which one was the right one to listen to. If you're not going to start at the first or the latest, may I suggest Brene Brown or go wildcard and just click. Let fate bring you to what you need. Oh, that is fantastic. I love that. So great advice. Go listen, listen away. There's a lot of great content in there, both interviews and in these monologues that I do. So I'm going to go back and now talk about re-entry. And I learned this some time ago after I was going through a training was here, you go through a transformational experience. And then how do you go home and integrate with your family? And, you know, recently I was gone for quite a bit of time, most of the month of August and part of it was vacation. And then with a group of us in Australia, and I think it was the last night we were there. One of the things that I talked to the athletes about was re-entry back at home because they had gone through this transformational experience. They had gone through this experience together and they're part of a bigger team when they go back home. And how are they going to re-enter? Because we tend to forget that when we go through these transitions, there's going to be an emotional transition that goes with us. And how can you prepare for it? So thinking about how do you integrate with people that may have not had this experience. And especially when there can be some maybe potential jealousy. Oh, you got to go. A lot of people wanted for me was that they were like, oh, but you're on vacation. So you're rested up. And I was like, well, I wasn't on vacation. And I did a really good job of trying to take the best care of I could and notice that I'm sick. But I did, you know, I was able to go in and show up and function. And somebody, a parent said to me, he's like, you're crazy. I can't believe that you just came back from Australia and here you are at the meet. And I go, but that's what I do. You know, and I, that was part of my re-entry was knowing that I needed to get back into real life and I needed to be able to effectively lead that day. Effectively. I couldn't just say, oh, I'm exhausted. So I'm not going to go. I knew I needed to effectively lead. So what were the things that I needed to do? I needed to make sure I slept really well, you know, the best that I could. I needed to make sure that I ate well. And I was really conscientious at the airport in Sydney of what I was eating so that I could take care of myself for the next 24 to 48 hours. And I also made sure that fortunately Monday was Labor Day that I didn't have anything on that. I had some stuff to do with my daughter for moving, but I didn't have work stuff to do because I didn't have the brain juice and the capacity. So one of the things that I know is that traveling for me does take up a lot of space. And I try to now put a schedule 
I block off time before I leave and after I leave for the transition period that I need to reintegrate. You know, being a former overachiever, it was like, let me just pack in as much as possible all the time instead of allowing for that space to transition, instead of allowing for that space for the messiness to have happen. And so that's something that I've learned over time and I've really practiced. And I came up against a bit of a reality with this trip because we landed and we had a big end of the season event. And I knew that. So what were the things that I could do coming into it? You know, for me, it was, I was with a lot of people and that really fills up that extrovert part of me. And then coming home to having all the space to myself, white space can be really vulnerable. And I find that with my clients as well. Like they want white space. They want white space because they're so booked to the max and then they get it. And it's a total shitstorm. So allowing for this white space and allowing for this unsettling to happen. And by doing that, one of the things that you must do is feel your feelings. I had a lot of, you know, one, I was just tired. And then two is I had feelings that bubbled up. And there was a day in there that one morning I was crying. I was in tears. And some of it had to do with there was another transition happening as my daughter was moving into her house that she's going to be living in this year as a sophomore at university. And, you know, that space and the grief of, you know, this is the plan that we've always had and realizing we're there and then having that space and the stories that came with that. So really feeling your feelings and allowing it. You know, I gave myself permission for those feelings. I allowed myself to be sad. I allowed myself to be conflicted because it's such a great thing for her. And I allowed myself to unpack the stories that was creating some fear inside of me. So when you go through this integration period back home and you're transitioning and re-entering, it's really important that you go inside and check in with yourself and you give yourself permission to ask yourself, well, what do I need? What do I need? So I went through, I had space and I had time to sleep and time to, you know, let all this unsettling happen. And then the emotions and the grief, you know, the grief of the trip ending and being around people and having that to now like, oh, switching my leadership energy over a transition in my family. So there was a lot that was going on. And so I had to give myself permission after I felt my feelings of what is it that I need? What will help fill me back up? And one of the things I was longing for was connection. And, you know, I haven't seen my friends in a long time. So I thought about, okay, I've got this upcoming weekend. What do I want to create in that space? And when I think about what do I want to create in that space, again, the old me would be like, boom, 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 put in all this stuff. I really thought about what is my capacity, you know, as I've transitioning back at home. And then finally thinking about the things or the people that can help bring energy or that can drain energy. What do I have the capacity for? So if a girlfriend had said, Hey, Corinne, let's go shopping. I would have said no, because for me, that's much more draining of energy for you. That may be really relaxing and that there's not a right or wrong. I'm not better or worse. It's just knowing what gives you energy and what drains you energy. So for me, you know, what I wound up doing was I saw a movie with a girlfriend. I had breakfast with another girlfriend. We actually exchanged, we celebrated our birthdays together and my birthday was June and hers was July. So that just gives you that where I've been this past few months. But I thought about who are the people that would show up and it would be refueling to be with them. And what are the things that I could do? And I also had to be graceful with myself. 
you know, pay attention and realize that I may not be clear about things and allowing myself to circle back. That's really important about owning your voice because there's something else I was going to do and I almost didn't go and do it. We're just going to go to a movie with my husband and it was going to be kind of on the later side. And then I thought, oh, that he's not going to really like that. So we won't do it. And then I just started watching myself kind of numb out on, you know, social media and stuff. And I never, that does not bring me good energy. And then I, went, I got really clear. I was like, hey, I'd really like to go see this movie and I'd like to go see it with you. And actually he was the perfect person to go see it with because so much of it I didn't understand. And I think he's now going to go see it again. Well, he'll probably wait till it comes in so we can watch it at home. But allowing yourself to circle back and saying, actually, this is what I would like to do. Are you in? So I give you this process of re-enter knowing that this transition, and it could be re-entering from day to day from work, something that you are transitioning from, what is the space that you need for that particular thing? And allowing for the messiness to happen. There is going to be messiness. There's going to be unsettling. And one of the things to do with that is to feel your feelings. Go inside and go, okay, what am I feeling? And being able to identify what it is you're feeling. If it's sadness, if it's grief, is it shame? Is it fear? What are you feeling? Doubt. And then check in and say, okay, what am I telling myself that's creating these feelings? And then think about, well, what do I need right now? Who else can I go on this journey with? Because we're not meant to go it alone, right? So for me, this past weekend, there was time with my husband, there was time with my daughter, I had a couple of girlfriends I did stuff with, and I was also by myself a bit. So there were things that I did to fuel me back up. And here's the interesting thing, right? Friday night, it was a long night, and I got home and from work, and I started to notice I was getting sick. So this is partly my body giving me some information, and now I've been really working on taking even better care of myself, right? Because when I came back, part of the jet lag, I didn't sleep very well. So I'm giving myself grace. I'm not beating myself up of like, oh, Corinne, you didn't do a good job taking care of yourself, or you didn't really listen and look at you and shame on you. All of that is not necessary, right? Being compassionate with myself. Okay, this is what I have. What can I do? How can I take care of myself? What does my body need? What does my insights need? And then I decided ahead of time of what do I want to create for the upcoming weekend for this space? Because I also knew that if I sat around and didn't do anything, I would spin as well. So what was it that I wanted? And I've been able to figure this out because I know what I don't like and I've learned what I do like and it's practicing and it's becoming more aware and it's staying out of judgment with myself. So I invite you, my friend, give yourself space, allow yourself to transition and have that re-entry. You're not being too much because maybe you need to put space in between coming home from travel days or before you go off to travel days. Really think about that and know that there are times like I had where I know about re-entry and I know that I like to book in some time to help me re-enter before I come back. Like some years when I've come back from vacation, you know, I like to come back, say on a Friday or Saturday and not let anybody know I was coming back until Monday, just so I can decompress. This year, the way that the travel plans worked was not that case. And I knew I wanted to show up as a leader. And how was I going to do that the most effectively? What were the things that I could do that were in my control before I left? And then what were the things that I could do? Maybe not that day, but the day after. 
So really think about how you want to re-enter and how you will integrate and how you'll integrate with the people that maybe haven't had that experience and how can you bring them along and you all rise up together. Because one of the things that happens, especially like for my clients who'll come and do workshops or do coaching is oftentimes their partners or somebody may feel afraid that they're going to evolve out of them. And because you've had this experience and I haven't. So how can you share with them and invite them along on your journey? Not try to change them, but invite them along on your journey. So here's the thing to wrap up. It's going to be unsettling. Allow for it. Feel your feelings. Give yourself permission to go inside and think about what it is that you need. Remember, there's no right or wrong answer. Think about your capacity Think about the people and the things that you can do that will either bring you energy or drain your energy. Be graceful with yourself. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to do it wrong. And that's okay because what can you learn from that that you can then add to your, oh yeah, that's right. This is what part of my process for re-entry and allow yourself to circle back. So maybe like I did with my husband said, oh, we don't have to go to the movie and circle back and say, hey, I'd really like to go do this movie with you. And One of the things for me that I know that's so helpful is deciding ahead of time is having a plan. I don't like it to be rigid, but having a plan of some stuff and start to learn what you like and what you don't like. All right. So before we go, do you receive my weekly emails? We do a Friday podcast where we send out the Friday emails. It's always nice to have a reminder in your inbox. And then on Sunday, we do the Sunday love. And those are letters that I write to you and they're love letters. And so often I get replies back of like, wow, thank you so much. This is a message at the right time. So these love letters are here to support you. They're like my little coaching tidbits. And so make sure that if you've signed up for them, that you're actually getting them in your inbox and they're not going to your promotions box, especially if you have Gmail. And if you haven't signed up for them, go to the website. There's a link in the show notes and you can sign up for that. Until next time, my friend, I'm smiling big for you. My friend, you know that your voice matters. It matters to me. And so we're going to do two things here. We're going to one practice on your voice mattering and you owning your voice. And the other is preserving your brain juice. So the first thing I want you to go do is share your voice, leave a review of the show on iTunes. Tell me what you love. Tell me why you're here. Your voice matters. And the second thing, if you haven't done it already, preserve your brain juice by making sure you hit the subscribe button and you're subscribed to the show. On a lake, she is dreaming. She is drifting, never been so wide.